Rolling down the street, smoking and oh, sipping on gin and juice. Oh, wow. That Laid was great. back. My mind on my money, my money on my mind. Because I ain't got much of it. I work and read. This is We Get It with Polly Sebelia and Brent Axe. You are very soulful, and I had no yeah. idea. Which, which, last week I went angry. Yeah. Little LL Cool J this week. It's summertime. Finally, the sun's shining. Everybody's getting outside. Next so, week I'll do summertime from so DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. So you're smoking endo, sipping on gin and juice all the time. Never took you as an endo guy. <laughs> I'm full of surprises, Paulie. Do you know what's funny? That's the second time I've talked about endo today. Josh asked if people still call it endo. Do they? I don't know. I just never brought it back. In. All right. I love these fictional debates that are out there that have no answers, like Jordan's Bulls versus LeBron James. Could this Warriors team beat you know the Celtics of the '80s? Pick your matchup. Pick whatever one it is. Okay. Why is it that we are so protective of when we grew up, our generations? How Look, it is possible LeBron James is a better basketball player than Michael Jordan, and people that grew up rooting for Jordan have to come to accept that. I, okay? I, but there are some people that will fight to the death that you know, Mickey Mantle will always be the greatest baseball player of all time, and nobody could ever top that, which just goes against human evolution. Things evolve. Things are better in life. You're going to tell me you know, your, your rotary phone's better than my iPhone? I mean, why do people get so protective of their generations? I don't I, understand this. I don't get it with a lot of things, but I do get it with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, I think, is the greatest, and I don't think LeBron's close. Well, is it more Jordan- all around, not just the player. Jordan was the commercials and Space Jam and just this whole thing, right? It wasn't just the basketball player. You want to talk about the basketball player? Yeah, I think Jordan was just a ruthless assassin that would run over his own grandmother to win a game. And I think people like that because it's old school, whereas LeBron's kind of the, the millennial hero. So the, I think the, that's where we start to get into some tensions as well. Yeah, I'll pass to Kyle Korver. What's up with that, by the way? I don't care if Kyle Korver is 98% from that spot on the floor in the NBA Finals. He was 59%. You don't pass that. You go down with the captain, okay? That's right. And we were talking yesterday in the building. I said, you want to be on the Titanic when the captain slams it into the iceberg and not the guy swabbing the poop deck. <laughs> exactly. It's all yours, sir. Here you go. <laughs> hey, Save Jan- us. Here, janitor. Drive the boat for a minute. Now, not that the Cavs in that spot were hitting an iceberg, like the game was close and they and they could have won it. But you know, I just I they're fun debates to have, and I think the thing is, it used to be just you and me spitballing at the bar, and we get a few drinks and be like, "Hey, I think Michael Jordan can be LeBron James any day, right?" Or like, "Who can win a fight, Batman and Superman?" Well, guess what? We're now seeing these things. They made a movie about that. These debates that usually just happen with four drunk guys in a bar happen all day long on sports talk radio and ESPN now. So it's almost more fun to discuss things that have no answers whatsoever to like the actual matchup that we're seeing this year, which was a pretty darn good matchup and one that we expected to happen all along. Uh, I get it in basketball because I feel like 90s basketball players were equal to these ones. 
I do have a problem with the people that are still holding on to the Mickey Mantles and Babe Ruths and baseball were better. No, they weren't. They they would not be able to hit against the guys that are throwing today. Talking baseball, the man and Bobby Feller, the scooter, the barber and the nuke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially Willie, Mickey and the Duke. You know who admitted, by the way, that Jordan's Bulls would lose to the Golden State Warriors of this age is B.J. Armstrong, who was a guard on the Bulls in the early 90s. And he said, it's just matchups. You know, Michael Jordan would score. You could put him in any generation. But like Clay Thompson is a different player of, you know, how physical he is. Six, seven guy that can play defense. Jordan would struggle defending him. Dennis Rodman in this age, and just the game was more physical, and you got away with more well, back then. Dennis Rodman couldn't score against these guys. You, you know, like they were able to make up the scoring with Pippen, you know, and, and Jordan. But that's the thing: none of those Bulls teams. You want to get specific? Jordan's the only guy that could shoot. Yeah, Pippen would drive. You know, you had Steve Kerr and John Pax, and they could hit shots, but. Golden State's got five guys that could drop a three yeah. on your ass. Yeah. Ron Harper isn't guarding <laughs> exactly. Steph Curry either. So, What else you got for us? You're a loser. You suck. Hey, asshole. You guys suck. So, Paulie, on a different note, inspired by our friend Mimi Griswold from TK99, she had a great Facebook post that I kind of wanted to expand the discussion on. If I ever end up murdering another human being, do you know where it's going to be? Where would that be, In the drive-thru line. People that go through the drive-thru, specifically at coffee places, and order three, four, five, six things. They order breakfast sandwiches and the drinks that take a long time to make. Get your ass out of the car and go inside. I just want my coffee, maybe a donut, maybe a bagel, and I'll be on my way here. Why do people feel like they can go through the drive through lane and order an entire meal for an entire family? What the hell is wrong with you? Get out of my way. Have you ever been trapped at the drive through Have yes. you ever gotten, you, you made an order that was tiny and you're behind that family and then there's a car behind you so you can't bail? I have, and that's what pisses me off, because if I pull in behind a, a minivan and I see five, six kids in there, I'm out of there. I won't wait. Good night, Irene. I'm gone. But yeah, some of those drive throughs you can't get out of there. I've always wondered about that, too. Like, what happens if my car breaks down right now? <laughs> How does AAA get in here to, to bail me out of here? The next, uh, my people, these people are the worst. People that rubberneck someone getting pulled over on the side of the road. <laughs> you don't need to go 10 miles an hour. Get out of the lane. I get that. Get out of the lane closest to the cop. But you don't need to slow down to 10 miles an hour when you pass it. And I don't know if it's because they're looking to see if they know the person or who it is or if they think the cop's just going to jump, run and jump in his car and leave that person you to pull him over. You can't help but look if it's like a three-car pile up like in the middle of winter in central New York and you, no. you want to make sure people are okay. But yeah, if it's just no. a guy pulling somebody over speeding, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just just keep driving. And people that stay in the lane when the cops are What's talking, wrong with you? Yeah, get the fuck out of the exactly. lane. Exactly. You people are the worst. Yes, sir. Yes. No. No, 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 no. Are you ready for this? I hope so. Baseball regular season can 
become a TV product that people will watch regularly? Oh, hell no. Hell no. No. How? I, I think they should do more of it. I was talking about this with people. I think radio needs more of it, too. Like, uh, ESPN's up to three games a week, which is good, but I feel like they should be, if you've got the rights to it, bombard us with it. I, maybe it's just me. I love baseball. But I think that if it was more readily available, and I think this is this is going to sound funny to you, I think that the Braves of the 90s, everybody knew them because they were on TV every night. But that was different because that was when cable television was coming up and it was somebody other than the team you would see. Like, we live around here, so we'd always see the Yankees on, what was that, WPIX and the Mets and... Uh, what was that station in Boston that carried the Red Sox for so long? WSBK, I believe it is. I might be getting my call letters mixed up here. But, yeah, it was so random to see the Braves and the Cubs from WGN. <laughs> but that's because it was something different. After a while, it just became noise. Like you said, ESPN, MLB Network, all these things come along. It's like, I can see a baseball game anytime that I want. It used to be special to see the game of the week. Monday Night Football was cool because I never saw those other teams. Now I can see whoever I want, whenever I want. It, it's lost its appeal. Why do you think it's so hard for baseball to be to have a superstar now, too? Like, when's, Who's the last guy you could think of that was a baseball star that everybody, cla- like, Bonds? Derek Jeter. No. <laughs> that everybody liked? No, he didn't like, but Derek Jeter was big, but he was not, like, big, big. I'm talking... National big, appeal. Yeah, bigger than the game. You like, know what? It might be Maguire Sosa, if you really think about it. Like, people that transcended the game nationally. Because everybody hated Bonds. Which, that might answer your question. It's yeah. like, who's the guy, like, LeBron now... Or, you know, everybody's pissed off at Sidney Crosby in hockey. What a douche he is. Which is weird to me. Why did we never see Derek Jeter in a McDonald's commercial or anything like that? You did regionally, but not nationally. Yeah. Right? But McGuire was everywhere. He was everywhere. And then it all came crashing down, as we know. (laughs) America falls for a Roy But you know what? It's easy to point at baseball and be like, they don't market the game right. I mean, Bryce Harper is probably the default guy, right? Or Mike Trout. That would be the biggest star in the game. But it's what I'm talking about here, Paulie. There's nothing special about it anymore. I know who these guys are. I can, I've can. i got internet access. I can get all their stats and all their highlights every day. We've been desensitized to what a star is in sports. It's. I think it's that simple. But the funny thing is, I went to a game a, a couple of weeks back, and even yes, looking at the heard. Padres shop, all the jerseys they sell now are old players. Like, you know... I was shopping at the Tony Padre Gwynn, shop. Never style. Yeah, you got Tony Gwynn, you got Gary Templeton. You could get a Kurt Bavacqua. The only new player I could find was <laughs> Kurt Bavacqua couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat, according to, to, to Lasorda. And uh, Will Myers was the only current guy I could find. I wonder, you know, we should pull this up while we're talking about it here. Who are the top five selling jerseys in Major League Baseball right now? I would say Trout, Harper. But then, yeah. Trout, Harper? Somebody in Chicago. Probably Anthony Rizzo. Um, Chris Bryant. Chris me? Bryant. I would say Chris Bryant. They're going to sell a lot. But, That's three. But again, this, this, this is an uptick regionally. These are not national fans. The Cubs have a national following. The reigning National League MVP who is coming off a historic year is one of four Cubs players ranked in the top five in jersey sales. Rizzo, uh, Javier Baez, is that it? Uh, Kyle Schwarber. 
Clayton Kershaw. So those are the top five selling jerseys right now. Yes. Okay, that doesn't mean they're the biggest stars in the game. That just means the Cubs are so hot right now, people didn't have their jerseys. Like it, Bryce Harper has been a star long enough that if you're going to get a Bryce Harper jersey, you've already got it. Mike Trout, same thing. Kershaw's in there, which which is interesting to me. But yeah, uh, Noah Syndergaard, Buster Posey, Sanchez, Trout also on the list. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? It's time for this week in history. All right, Paulie, I googled stuff. It was this week in 1935 that Alcoholics Anonymous was founded. Do you know who found? I don't know. It's anonymous. Waka Waka. This week in 1939, the Baseball Hall of Fame opened up in Cooperstown, New York. It was this where, week- where drunk baseball writers go to hang. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It was this week in 1973 that Secretariat won the Triple Crown. Is horse racing a sport, by the way? No. Of course it's not. No, it's, it's riding a freaking an animal. horse. Uh, that was unbelievable what Secretariat did. It was the most dominating performance in the history of that, uh, whatever you call it. It's not a sport. It's I have something racing. for you today. Today we are taping this on June 9th, 2017. This is the anniversary of Bobby Valentine. Right? This is when he put on the when he put on the mustache, the Groucho Marx, the mustache and glasses. Oh, what a great today, moment in history! Today is the actual anniversary of that event. Just to have the balls to do that is fantastic. <laughs> By the way, I'd like to thank Bobby Valentine for delivering another World Series to the Boston Red Sox <laughs> because he basically tanked it for us to be in that position. A lot of good movies came out this week in the 1980s. It was this week in 1984, Ghostbusters hit the theater. Correct. So this week in 1985 that Goonies hit the theater. Two of the most rewatchable movies of all time. Goonies is probably my favorite movie of all. You know what the great thing about the Goonies is? When they went into that scene where they saw the pirate ship, they intentionally didn't let the kids see it before they filmed that scene. So their their surprise would be genuine when they actually saw it. I watched that movie a couple weeks ago and... As an adult, it takes a long time to get into the. <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, there, you guys. There was a lot. There was a lot of time spent in that parents' house of doing nothing. All right, Paulie. Michael Jackson didn't come to my house to use the bathroom, but his sister did. It was this week in 1990 that Luther Campbell and two live crew were arrested. Oh. For obscenity charges, remember that? Yes, and they came out with a song, Banned in the USA, a parody of Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. That should have been my opening mic rap right there. Maybe I'll do that next week. Drop some band to I'll live do, crew lyrics. I'll throw it in right here because I'm an editing machine. It was this week in 1992 that Dan Quayle misspelled the word potato. No E. No E in potato, darn Republicans. In 1993, we found out that uh, Heidi Fleiss had a a book full of superstars in the Hollywood Madam, they called her. It was this week in 2007, Paulie, 10 years ago. The Sopranos aired its last episode. Were you a Sopranos guy? I was, and uh, I was... 
disappointed in the ending and then not disappointed in it the further I got away from it. True story. So remember the ending of The Sopranos. Spoiler alert. The screen goes black. Okay. I'm not kidding you. Five seconds after that happened, the power went out in my neighborhood. So I'm thinking, what the fuck? I just missed the ending of my favorite show of all time. But that's what happened. It went black. And I got to tell you, I think we've overanalyzed this. It's as simple as this. I've heard two great theories on this. One is simply Tony gets whacked. And that's just the end. That's why it faded to black like that. Because Mm -hmm. there was a scene with Tony and Bobby Bacala and they're sitting in the boat in the beginning of that season. They're like, you don't see it coming. It just happens, right? Another great theory I've heard on this is we, the audience, gets whacked by David Chase. That's why the screen goes black. Because Tony looks up and we're kind of the target now. Like, people got so obsessed with people getting whacked in that show Mm -hmm. that that was David Chase's way of saying, you know, see you later. I'm whacking you, the audience. Or he just told his family he was done. Or that was it. Fade to black, good night, Irene. Yeah. Don't or he stop had a believing. Stroke. He stroked out at the table. Could be anything. I love that David Chase left it open ended, by the way, that nobody knows, and we'll keep debating it for years. All right, Paul, you know what the number one song in the country was in 1987, 30 years ago? Oh, Jesus Christ. Was it Guns N' Roses? I can't believe you've never... Don't say Guns N' Roses again. (laughs) Every week it's just cuts. One of these weeks you're going to be right. (laughs) I'm glad you finally caught on. I was doing that. Uh... 1987. Summer of 87. You want a hint? Yeah. It only spent one week at the top. So this was a quick come and go. How about... uh, Is it Jesse Jeff and the Fresh Fruit? It is not. It is head to toe. Lisa, Lisa, Nicole Jam, baby. Oh, baby, I think I love you from head to toe. That was a very good rendition. Thank you. Do you know what the number one movie in the country was? We'll go 20 years ago, 1997. Hunt for Red October. Paulie, the Hunt for Red October came out in 1989. Nice okay. try. Okay. The number one movie in the country, <laughs> 20 years ago today. <laughs> I love that I just blurred out it. Because it's impossible to know. You know how big of a nerd you would have to be to know what song was number one on this day? Some people have memories. Like yeah, that. we work with one I of them. I found out <laughs> you're not one of no, these people. No, I don't That's care. why I like to ask you these questions. Number one movie 20 years ago, Speed 2, Cruise Control. Oh, boy. Boom. I've never seen that. You are not missing a thing. How was that number I one? I forgot there was a sequel to that movie. I did, too. I, I, didn't, I don't up. think I knew it until you just said that. By the way, you know what the number one movie in the country is next week? Batman and Robin. You want to talk about two turds right in a row right there. What were we thinking? Who would spend money? Now, Batman, I could see. We didn't find out how bad that was till we actually went to see it, right? But was Speed that big of a thing back then? We're it was like, huge. Oh, they made a sequel. Let's go. I loved but Speed. But Keanu Reeves wasn't even in it. Speed was great. Was the sequel that big, though? Was Sandra Bullock that hot that we had to go see it? Or in a Apparently sequel? not, or it'd be like Fast and Furious. We're on 400 of those. 800 Transformers, 300 of those. I don't Wonder Woman, did you see it? We get it. I don't get it. I did not see Wonder Woman. <laughs>